is I've become convinced, and I guess uh, I, I guess for the last forty some years, I guess I knew it in my heart. The the magic bullet and funeral funeral directors are the magic bullet. Welcome to Funeral Gurus with your host, Robin Heppel. Interviews with funeral professionals about their successes. Listen and find out how you can apply the same strategies in your funeral home. Welcome to Funeral Gurus Radio. I am your host, Robin Heppel from FuneralFutures.com. Today we're continuing our interview series with forward-thinking funeral professionals, and I have a real treat today. I have two of my closest friends in the funeral industry, uh, and both who don't need any introduction. First, I have uh, Todd Van Beck and also John McQueen. Welcome, Todd, and welcome, John. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Yes, sir. Hey, now, uh, you know, one of the great things with, I think, with uh, our friendships is that uh, I'm the benefactor of being able to uh, talk with both of you on a regular basis, and uh, I just thought, you know, there's got to be a, we've got to share some of our, um, some of these conversations with everyone, and I thought, you know, you know, 2015's wrapping up. It's been uh, a good year, um, you know, a year of a lot of changes. And I think 2016 brings some opportunities. And uh, you know, both of you are uh, you know, heavily involved in your areas of expertise and uh, also travel around a lot. So I'm sure that you've seen both uh, some of the good and some of the needs improvement uh, of, of the industry. So I thought maybe just... Um, we maybe talk a little bit about uh, the state of uh, funeral service uh, as you see it. Um, Todd, what uh, what have you seen out there from your uh, you know now you're at uh, the new school there in um, in in Nashville, uh, and what have you seen over the last uh, uh, 12, 12 months or so? Well, I think uh, uh, as we've spoken in past conversations, you know. Um, the the change the rapidity of the change uh, seems to uh, be the constant out there. Uh, the consumers uh, continue to change. Uh, the expectations uh, of funeral homes continue uh, to change. And um, you know, I don't. I personally um, don't see any any uh, stability as far as. Uh, getting you know the the changes slowing down simply because I, I I just am very devoted to the idea that the people are gonna people are gonna innocently care for their dead in a very consistent manner with how they live their life um, and so you know the funeral homes that I see <clears throat> that are pushing ahead are the ones that you know, not just tune in to the technology and tune in to the, um, the, the sophistication of marketing, but also tune in to, you know, how people are actually living their day-to-day life in their communities. Um, and I think that that's got a lot of great opportunities to it uh, for the year 2016. Well, and it's, uh, you know, that's what the uh, old time undertaker would have done. You know, he would have been or she would have been completely in tune of what people were doing in their community. And we've, uh, unfortunately, and maybe it's just the times, we've done a, a great job of of pulling ourselves out of that. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, insightful. And it's interesting to see how it, you know, how it comes around again. 
John, what about you? What do, what do you see out there? Sure, Rob. Well, just kind of dovetailing off of Todd, uh, again, I really think our industry is at their crossroads at this point in time, uh, not just in the area that many times we think of as being, you know, the increase in cremation or things like that, which obviously is affecting us in different ways, but really more uh, in the fact that making sure that we remain relevant to our consumers, uh, again, whether it's uh, through the products and services that we offer or just helping to uh, get the consumer to see the value of, of, why you have a funeral and, and what's involved in that. And uh, I think part of that really comes about from uh, the fact that the funeral home or the funeral home owners, you know, really need to understand what their why is. And uh, what I mean by that is, you know, what are you really here to do and, and what's the true mission of your funeral home and, and how you want that to be positioned so that you can be relevant to your community and uh, understand their needs and, and be able to adapt to those in a way that not only will help to increase your business, but also more importantly, uh, um, you know, will make you relevant and make families want to choose you. And so um, that's something that we're really focused on with uh, our staff right now through training and, and uh, uh, just really diligently pushing on that every day is to make sure that that uh, our staff knows what we do and why we do it and uh, what our real what our real why is so. great yeah it's uh you know and what i what i see out there john is um that uh the people that are the you know funeral professionals that are embracing uh today's opportunities it's not uh you know unfortunately it's not the time to kind of sit back and rest on, you know, what we've done the last decade, because that's just, that's gone. And, um, but the, the folks that are enjoying success are the ones that are kind of pushing forward. They are, um, you know, they're, they're kind of engaged in their businesses, kind of there, there's almost this resurgence of entrepreneurship and, um, and, but, you know, some of the struggles are, then how do you kind of infuse that into the staff? And um, but I think there's there's great uh, you know great opportunity for those uh, you know for those who want it. I'm I'm going to ask both of you too. Um, you know maybe if you have a specific story that you've seen, um, you know you maybe uh, want to change the names to protect the innocent. Um, and uh, and you know I, I'm, Todd isn't usually. Um, uh, He's he's not short on the story, so I'm sure he can find one of them. Uh, but just you know, something that would kind of frame an example of that. And um, what what I what I've seen uh, is especially with my focus on marketing and, and technology. And there there's there's this been this kind of this mini wave or or kind of trend of you know all the let's use, you know, what technology will make our job easier and what, as things, as the dust is kind of settling and now technology is just becoming integrated into, uh, general operations of, uh, funeral homes and cemeteries, but, you know, or any business, um, it's not the, the technology itself that is going to change things. It's the it's the folks that actually use the technology, um, create some systems of applying that technology, 
because the technology itself isn't going to, uh, you know, change change someone's business. They can they can use it, and and I find that uh, you know again folks that kind of get a get a handle on it, um, and you know maybe really see how their um, you know how how to use that program instead of just installing it on their computer and thinking it's going to work. Uh, that are the ones that are going to benefit, and well, the others that may be a little lazier or a little, you know, more resting on their laurels, um, you know, they're going to be caught sleeping over the next uh, the next year or or you know even three to five years. So, uh, you know, Todd, back to you. Any um, you know anything specific as a story, or just you know maybe maybe you um, witness someone. Uh, you know, just doing a great job and, uh, uh, so that, you know, it's not just, um, uh, you know, some theories that, uh, uh, you know, or, or ideas or suggestions that there's actually people doing these types of things that, uh, are going to change things for them coming up. Well, I, I, yeah, I can address that, Rob. Um, (laughs) as an introductory comment on this though, what I see in my travels is funeral directors, of course, funeral directors, I, I have found, and, and because we're, we're all funeral directors on this call, funeral directors are really noted uh, for trying their best to do the right thing. What I have found is that now they seem to be wanting to find, locate uh, the magic bullet. Or, or what another term would be flavor of the month. So let's try this, let's try that, let's do this, let's do that. And that's admirable. But what, what I'm about to tell you on the example that you've asked for is I've become convinced, and I guess, uh, I, I guess for the last 40-some years, I guess I knew it in my heart, the, the magic bullet and funeral, funeral directors are the magic bullet. Um, what you say about technology and what you say about marketing and that, you're, you're, I think you're precisely on 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 target in that eventually, uh, I don't know of any other line of work that's more relationship-oriented um, than, than what we're doing. Uh, our calling here to funeral uh, service to the community. So with that said, Funeral directors, you know, I guess the historic formulas that have made some of these places historically great may may not have altered as much as what we're led to believe sometimes by the fear mongers that are out there that try to scare scare you into scare people into doing something. I don't, I don't like that approach at all. I mean, uh, if you look at the funeral homes. In the history of this profession, um, they they were built on on identifying uh, certain groups uh, in the neighborhood or a church or a synagogue or a temple, um, and uh, they they focused upon on that. So that was the magic bullet. Those relationships. Now that's really altered over the years. So I'll give you an example. I have a buddy of mine. Who and I will we'll just keep using this lunch and learn thing. Um, he he took one of the lunch and learn programs and decided to give it 
and he was insecure about it and he was you know uh, i think it's a natural human nature to expect too much to at the beginning you know he wanted the chapel full and he wanted he wanted this to happen and he wanted and he was going to do the program in the funeral home well, the night of the program, and the program is one of the more popular lunch and learns that we've put together. Um, you know, it snowed, it rained, it sleeted, it snowed, it rained, it sleeted. And he was uh, he was having a bad time of it that afternoon. But, but the end result is he had 295 people in his chapel in a blizzard uh, to come to this program. Um, I... I, they gave me some numbers about what they generated in pre-need leads and, and ultimate sales, um, and that was all fine and good. But the point was was that if he had not embraced this idea, he didn't have any funerals going on when this was happening. His building and that parking lot would have been the lights out, nobody in the place, uh, but the but the light meter still running. Uh, uh, so, so what I've seen is when funeral directors have um, identified themselves as the magic bullet, that if they, you know, do something um, to create additional relationship building and visibility, some really, really dandy things happen. Um, so that that would be the example that I would that I would offer. Great. Well, that's uh, that's excellent. What about you, John? Uh, what, uh... Sure. Well, Rob, I'm going to kind of dovetail off of what Todd said again, but uh, that magic bullet concept, you know, many times we are, we being, we, the funeral director, are the magic bullet. Probably one of the things that I think that we fail at, though, in this process is that many times uh, um, we don't tell our story or we don't tell what we do. And, uh, you know, I think back to when my father was alive and I was growing up in the business and, uh, you know, really we never sort of touted our horn. Uh, we've always tried to, you know, and all the marketing and things we did in years past, you know, everything was always, you know, sort of, consumerized and and always had a glossy tint to it you know um but you know nowadays the world has changed what the consumers are used to hearing and expecting to hear you know when i was a kid you uh i think it was uh either george carlin or bill cosby or somebody had the the record out you know with the seven dirty words you can't say on tv that would be pg rated today uh that's how much our our society has changed and so uh um, you know, in our industry, we need to take a more proactive approach of telling people what we do and what makes us better than the other guy down the street. And, you know, that's a, a hard thing a lot of times for funeral directors to be willing to step outside of maybe what's their comfort zone. But the way I look at it is that the reason that that's so important is because, as we all know here on the call, as well as those that may be listening, is that, uh, uh, for the consumer today, you know, they really lack the experience of dealing with funerals. You know, we don't, you know, unless you're in the business, you probably don't go to that very many funerals, uh, at least where you're intimately involved. And so uh, we need to create a environment in our funeral homes that is, is more welcoming to the consumer. Uh, we need to 
the the way I always look at things is is I look outside of our industry. I try to look at things whenever my my wife's probably sick of me doing this, but whenever we go out to dinner or go to a nice hotel or do other things like that, I'm always taking in all the sites and trying to figure out hey, that's kind of cool. How could we use that in the funeral home, whether it's technology-based or service industry-based or what? Um, and, again, that's so that uh, when we do interact with those consumers that, uh, you know, hopefully they're in an environment that makes them comfortable because they're used to being around it, uh, but also the more comfortable they feel in that environment, the more apt uh, it is that it's going to add value to what we do for them so that, that they want to use us instead of just having us dispose of the dead while they go someplace else, uh, you know, to the Marriott or wherever they have a service. Um, and I guess along that lines, to, to kind of wrap that part up is that, you know, as funeral professionals, you know, I always hear my fellow colleagues out there say, hey, I'm a professional, I'm not a sales guy. And, you know, I tell everybody all the time, hey, we're all in sales, regardless of your role. Um, but everybody here at our funeral home or everybody in our industry is in sales in one way, shape, or another. But if we're really professionals, then what we need to do is uh, we need to come about and uh, actually, uh, you know, go about it from an educational standpoint. So in other words, you know, when the customer comes in, we want to educate that consumer on what their options are. And we want to make sure we offer all those options every time so that then they can make the best informed decision that's right for them. And uh, that's a, a spot where all too often I see um, some of my colleagues that want to kind of either prejudge or pre, you know, try to direct somebody into something that's maybe not exactly what they need. And that's usually where our industry ends up in trouble. And so, uh, uh, you know, I think that uh, those things are important. And, uh, you know, many times, uh, I guess my little story, since you asked for a story real quickly, is that uh, I'll use us as an example. Uh, uh, probably the biggest compliment I always feel we get from people when they come into one of our facilities and they we give every family a tour. And uh, many times at the end of that tour, the family will say to myself or one of my funeral directors, uh, wow, this just doesn't feel like a funeral home. And so uh, um, if I've built my rapport with them, I'll jokingly say, oh, do you frequent funeral homes often? And uh more often than not, the answer is, you know what, I've never been in a funeral home, but this just doesn't feel like what I think a funeral home should feel like. And uh, so, again, we need to find ways to appeal to the consumer in areas that they're most accustomed to, which is unfortunately not a funeral home. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, that's great. And I, this has been a uh, you know, great conversation. I like the – and the, we didn't even plan this about the uh, – the you know the silver bullet you know is the you know is the funeral director and uh you know i i i see that too with um you know hey, with hey rob rob yeah. may i interrupt a minute you bet Todd. Uh, just as a, just as a method of clarification so we don't receive any bad press the silver bullet is what's used to kill a werewolf right i was referring to the magic bullet oh, okay the magic bullet All i'm right. sorry well thank you for, for, for that clarification, you can edit. You no. can edit that out. No, okay, no, that's, that's that's good. We we want to keep it good. Anyway, I, um, you know what 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 I see though is really I I think where where we're kind of going here is you know empowering the the 
well, the, you know, for the owners, first of all, to, um, you know, maybe step it up a notch if they haven't done so already, uh, empower the staff, uh, because that's the one thing, uh, you know, if you've got a good staff, the, you know, the discounters can't, you know, are, that's going to be a hard thing to compete against. And, you know, not everyone is just wanting the bottom of the barrel type of services, uh, with, uh, you, and I think when, when folks, um, really take the opportunity, uh, and, you know, my example would be, um, you know, just don't, sure. It's great to have a, uh, a great funeral home website. Uh, obviously I'm probably, uh, you know, biased in that, but I think now we don't have to have the conversation should a funeral home have a website or not. Um, but you know, the, the folks that actually use their website as a, not only as a, um, as a tool that, you know, is out there selling for them, uh, 24 hours a day. Uh, but they, they actually use it. So maybe they have a, a price shopping call and especially for funeral homes that, uh, aren't the, uh, the cheapest uh, option in the city, uh, you know, walking them, maybe directing the, the person through the, the website and, oh, have you been to, to our website? Oh, sure. Yeah. We looked around a little bit. Well, let me take you to this uh, specific page that I have here. And I just want to make sure that you, know, you understand the choices that you're going to need to, uh, uh, to make when you're choosing, uh, any funeral home. Uh, just want to make sure that you have all the information and, uh, you know, even if you have your prices on there to, you know, sh- compare, you know, one set of your services to another so that instead of people becoming, uh, being price shoppers, they become value shoppers or they have to make a, a value decision. And, and we've found that, uh, work really well when, when, when a funeral home will put up a price matrix on their, uh, on their website. So it makes things, uh, like comparables much, uh, a comparison much easier than trying to compare one paragraph of text to another paragraph of text. But the, um, you know, and another option or another strategy that I've seen funeral directors use is to use their website, uh, even before, so they've secured the call, they've got the first call, but before the arrangement, send them to a specific page where they can, um, you know, they'll, they'll be introduced into what will happen at the arrangement. Uh, and so the, the family will enter the arrangement uh, more at ease, more prepared. But one of the key elements of, uh, of this little strategy is to, is to introduce them to new services. Now, we're told, you know, maybe it's every five years, seven years, 10, 15 years, or maybe never that they've had experience making arrangements. But, you know, even five years ago, is a lot different of what of what's available today, uh, let alone ten years ago or more. So, uh, and I know what it's like after minute ninety of a cremation arrangement, and you know the manager said, "Well, make sure you introduce these, uh, you know, these memorial candles, and make sure you introduce this cremation jewelry." If they've never heard of cremation jewelry before, you know, it's it's an awkward position for everyone involved. But on the other hand, if they've already been preconditioned to it and they ask, Hey Rob, tell me about what's this cremation jewelry stuff. I took a, um, you know, I took a look online, you know, when you sent me that information by email, um, can you tell me a little bit more about it? And that will just, uh, you know, it makes the arrangement easier. Uh, and hopefully your averages would increase as well. So yeah, I think just being able to, uh, 
um, again, just don't rest on our laurels and don't be uh, like firemen. Just, hey, I'm, I'm here when you need me. This is funeral service is now a proactive game. And, uh, and I think it's there for the takings for those um, who, who want it. So one thing that, um, that I'm going to challenge uh, both uh, you and uh, Todd and John is to, um, we're, we're going to host a, a webinar coming up and um, I want to, I want you to give away, um, you know, a strategy, walk them through as if they're teaching their staff uh, how to do it. Um, what are the benefits that, um, uh, that the funeral home will receive? What benefits will they, um, will the client receive the client family? Um, just if you can, you know, think of something that, uh, you know, if we put a, an hour long webinar together and, uh, each take 15, 20 minutes, and uh, you know, share something that the that uh, the folks that are listening can take, share with their team, implement, and uh, and if it's easy enough, they can implement it either before the end of this year or even to start off the new year. That it will help them make 2016 one of the best years that they've had. So, uh, Todd, I'll spin it back to you. What uh, um, what are you thinking? What what would you like to share? Well, I folks? think we I think it'd be valuable to kind of set down our on the on the uh, program to you know offer a a sample lunch and learn that's been well received by the public and and give them some you know helpful tips and some procedures on how they go about doing these things and how about you know how they get the uh, visibility and get some attention to uh, to the program and, and also to help them uh, maybe um, uh, have a have a session where they build up their confidence that they can actually do this and uh, uh, you know uh, and so I, that would be I think a, a, a um, worthy contribution you know for sure for sure now also too I know Todd uh, you know with since you've done some of these in the past um, you, I would hope too that you'd be able to maybe share a bit of a script that they could follow. Because last last thing that I would want is uh, for there to be a, a barrier or a stumbling block of um, you know these people having to okay, well it's great for the checklist. What about well, now? What do I say? So um, I'm sure you've got. Well, uh, I can. I I'll can uh, twist your we'll arm a little bit. We'll include a script. We'll we'll include a script with the program. Perfect. Yeah, that'd be great. Now, what about uh, now, John? Um, uh, what about Anderson McQueen? Can, what can we uh, get uh, out of uh, you know your operations? Maybe something that you do internally, or um, you know something that you think every funeral home should do. And um, any any thoughts that way? Sure, Rob. Um, well, I'm thinking that uh, since I'm in a cremation market that's about 78% cremation right now, and uh, we're kind of looked to as being in the Beirut of funeral service, that uh, you know I can share some ideas with uh, our listeners on uh, how to become more profitable on the cremation side of the business, but uh, most importantly, uh, you know how to eliminate that cardboard box that's not uh, not generating any revenues for you, and instead increase your earned sales. Um, and part of that is also included in that. I can include, uh, uh, which we're oftentimes asked for, our uh, our actual cremation um, authorization form, and uh, as 
as well as our earn indemnification form when somebody tells us they're going to bring in an earn and uh, how we actually use that to probably seven out of ten times uh, get them to end up buying an earn from us instead. Um, so that ultimately, uh, you know, our colleagues will be able to not only increase their revenues, but more importantly, increase their profits. And so uh, uh, not only will I include uh, the cremation authorization form and uh, earn indemnification forms uh, there for them to be able to download and things, but uh, also uh, a little script that goes along with them that we give our staff to teach them how to use those forms to uh, um, better prepare them to uh, position us in the right direction for, for increasing our profits. Hey, that would be great. I, I'm sure there wouldn't be many funeral homes that wouldn't mind uh, a 7 out of 10 success rate on earned sales. So, um, yeah, that would be perfect. Uh, and I think then what I'll, uh, um, what I'll offer, and I think, you know, from we, I create a lot of these, uh, I call them, standard operating procedures where we um, take some technology or using technology, but putting a system in place that you can train the front desk staff, train the funeral directors or, you know, the folks answering the phone and, uh, you know, making use of uh, technology, no matter what it is or other marketing. But um, I think, you know, the one thing that would, would, could help people right away is um, what I like to call the, uh, first call icebreaker email, which um, is an email sent out to the, uh, to the family after the first call, but before they come in for the arrangement and uh, just walking them through uh, the process and, uh, and even how to create that page uh, where you send the families. You don't want to overwhelm them, but you want to make them more comfortable when they come into the funeral home. And uh, again, too, that could help increase their, um, uh, their averages and, uh, and, and profits and also make the experience better for the families too. So, uh, that's what, uh, what I'll offer. I think this will be great. We've given them three great things that, uh, they can, uh, you know, put into play and, uh, really help them, uh, get a good, a good jump for 2016. Um, John and Todd, this has been great. I, uh, appreciate, first of all, I appreciate, uh, our friendship that we, uh, that we have. Um, all three of us are, uh, CFSPs, members of the Academy. Uh, so we are uh, committed to, uh, funeral service. And, uh, I think this is a a great thing that we can do to help, um, elevate, elevate that. Um, uh, any, uh, before we wrap up any, uh, final thoughts, um, Todd, I'll throw it back over to you. Uh, no, no final thoughts. I'm just happy to be uh, working with you guys and uh, look forward to this program. Great. John? Yep. Well, I hate to say I always dovetail off Todd, but uh, <laughs> again, um, to kind of follow up with what he said, you know, again, it's great to be uh, a part of the program. Look forward to working with both of uh, you. You two guys are definitely leaders in our industry and uh, um, idea idea what should i say producing individuals that uh at least get my ideas going from listening to both of you and so uh uh, i'm sure it'll be helpful to everybody out there that's on the uh webinar at some point in time but even nothing else hey i can tell already there's going to be some things on there that i can learn and put into use at my place so uh, i'm excited about it and look forward to being a part of the group great well i'd like to uh thank todd van beck and john mcqueen uh, for this uh, special Funeral Gurus interview. And uh, we hope that you can uh, attend the webinar. 
Uh, so just look for details of that coming up. Please check back soon for more interviews with forward-thinking funeral professionals. If you have any questions or comments, you can leave them on the funeralgurus.com blog. And to make sure that uh, you don't miss another episode, subscribe to this podcast for free on iTunes. And while you're there, I'd appreciate it if you would leave a star rating and a comment about your thoughts of the program. On behalf of funeralgurus.com, this is Robin Heppel. This has been Funeral Gurus with your host, Robin Heppel. For more insights and strategies from other funeral professionals, visit funeralgurus.com and join the newsletter. It's free.